0: Now Jaisha, um, we're sitting down at our recording studio here. Yeah. You may have noticed a little something different about me. <laughs> you may notice it just a little something. Oh, wait, I... Crawling up on my upper lip. What wait, I can't see. You had a different haircut. You don't have to peer so closely. Wait, it's not that hard to see. <laughs> Why are you rocking the world's thinnest mustache? <laughs> I got bad jeans. I can't believe it. I vaguely remember you saying that you started You've heard stories. I've heard rumors going around the backside of the school, yeah, uh, that you started rocking the mustache like the year after you left school, yeah, man. at like 18, 19 years old. Yeah, I was able to grow all right facial hair like ever since I was out of school. But it's kind of just stuck there. Like I've just had the same thing for the last like <laughs> six, seven years now. I've hit a wall where I've got, you know, it's an all right look. The beard doesn't connect. It's not full, but I've got an okay mustache, you know? Well, I can rock the Mo a bit. And it's so interesting because it feels like the Drake curse, except for the fact that our dad has a, the biggest beard imaginable. <laughs> yeah, he does. And we're just stuck here at the halfway point. I'm really surprised that you don't have a better one than I do, to be honest. Same. Because usually when you're blonde, right? You don't have much facial hair. Do yeah. you see blonde guys with like blonde beards around the place? No. It's not a thing, but me with my my brown thin mustache, um, <laughs> out here trying to be the Mario Brothers. You're growing it. You're growing it out for the new look for Godzilla <laughs> season three coming Fonzola up. Season three. <laughs> yeah, you might need to get a quick art change and draw a little mustache on there as well. For me, <laughs> we've already had the art done. You need to shave that off. <laughs> you can't have that. It's breaking the rules. November. I'll do it for November. <laughs> You'll shave off a mo for November. <laughs> <laughs> November's where Mikey just gets rid of the mo. <laughs> because <laughs> a month without a mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's no November. The rule is when we sit down to record the first episode of the season, we need to look exactly what the art looks exactly. like. We have reference pictures that we take the yep. first episode of every season. Mm-hmm. And the world will crumble. The fabric of space-time will tear if we don't recreate our looks. To the to the mustache here. <laughs> yeah. So This is probably going to be the only episode we'll ever record with that moustache. We'll see what the vibes are like. We'll see what it's like. We'll see what the vibes are like. Welcome back to our Heisei era retrospective. Mm -hmm. Technically, you are listening to Podzilla, the show where we cover every single Godzilla movie and tv show but this is a special little episode because we've just wrapped up one of the big eras of godzilla yeah i mean we finished the whole show era which was actually huge there were so many movies and shows in the show era earlier this year i think we finished that yeah um and the era is a little shorter but we've reached the end of that journey And we thought we'd do a similar episode to the one we did when we finished the show era, just talking about our favorite movies, monsters, moments from the era as a whole. And having a bit of discussion with your input as well as listeners on what some of your favorite moments, monsters and episodes were. Yeah. Um, so I've got a bit lined up for today for this episode Yeah, it'll be fun And I mean, we're recording this <laughs> We've just had a big break, guys We've had a break This is like the longest time we've gone between recording episodes I remember for our first season break We had like five episodes that we recorded <laughs> Between the seasons as well So we never had a break <laughs> It's been nice <laughs> Yeah, it has been nice um, But anyway, just to start us off I thought I'd take us back through what the actual Heisei era was, um, because um, I think I mentioned it earlier, but the Heisei era is a proper political period in Japan, uh, which started in 1989 with the ascension of Emperor Akihito, and it actually ended in 2019. I think we've talked about this before. It's a bit weird Mm -hmm. because literally the Heisei era has been going on for ages. There are so many Godzilla movies actually technically properly made in the Heisei era. But for Godzilla specifically, the Heisei era actually ended in the late 90s. -hmm. So, yeah. And there's been a specific Heisei run of Godzilla movies that have all shared the same uh, canonicity between them. With a clear start and finish point. Um, which is real nice and tidy. It's fun to have. Yeah, every single Godzilla movie in this completely flowed off from the last one. And we had the little extra bits that we covered, like the rebirth of Mothra, which was its own thing. And then Orochi, which was obviously its own thing. But it was cool to have that continuity, which we just saw a little bit of back in the show era. Mm. But this one, I mean, every every fight, every event had repercussions, which was really cool. Yeah, had characters crossing over. We did. We did have a lot of Continuity was something that was lacking, but we can actually talk about it as like one whole piece of art. Yeah. Which is really fun to do. Totally. So yeah, in total, there were seven Godzilla movies. that came out in this era. And we thought we'd just rank them all. Like what were our favorites to least favorites? And we've been ranking them on the show. So we've got a solid listing. So we thought we'd just go through that each. Do you want to lead us off? Do I want to lead us off with our favorite? Nah, dude. Let's start at the bottom. Oh, let's start at the bottom. What's your least favorite Heisei-era movie that we covered on the show? (laughs) Um, We are counting the rebirth of Mothra movies. Yeah. And uh, the Orochi movie in this as well, because you can tie them in. Yeah, Um, and and I'll just say as well, we're we're just talking about like the Japanese Godzilla movies, because we watched a whole lot of American stuff. Get out of here, Godzilla, in 1985. Get out of here, Raymond Burr, and your... (sighs) What was it, Pepsi. I don't want to hear it. Get out of here, heat. You know, <laughs> Nic I Don't want to hear from you, dude. So yeah, we're just talking about the Japanese heisei era movies. Um, and we'll get we'll talk about the shows a little bit later yeah. too. Jaisha, my last place mm-hmm. in spot eleven. In your mind, the worst. The hey movie has to offer. Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I talked about this in the episode, but I feel like this is the movie, out of all the ones that they did during the Heisei era, that really dropped the ball uh, when it came to creating a a good story with a good villain. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit later as well. I think that Godzilla, uh, Space Godzilla, is one of the coolest and most imposing forces, and he was just done dirty in this movie. Um, this is the one with, like, the the mafia subplot, the gang subplot. Oh, I completely forgot about that. That never really went anywhere. Um, there were subplots about these almost individual agents trying to take down Godzilla by using, uh, what was it, blood? What's that, Space Godzilla? Blood clotting. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot here, that <laughs> seems really forgettable. Was that in a movie that we watched? Yeah. Yeah, I just remember like the awesome visuals. I just remember the crystal battle at the end with Mm -hmm. Space Godzilla floating around. I remember Little Godzilla running on the beach. What's not to like there? What's not to like the gang subplot? (laughs) Um, And I feel like apart from the visuals, this movie is quite forgettable. Um, But that's number eleven for me. What is number eleven for you? Are we going to do it like this? Yeah. Okay, it's going to be interesting. Number eleven for me, and I will say. All of these movies, um, I was realizing I rated positively. Like these were like above 2.5 out of 5, all of these. So I had a good time in the Heisei era. still loves his Haysey movies. The bottom for me was Rebirth of Mothra 2. (laughs) I will say I like this movie. The more I think about it, I love Rebirth of Mothra 2. It was so fun to watch. Gorgo, Nilay Kanai. I mean, it's it's just so wild, um, so much fun, but it was weak. It was pretty weak compared to all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I remember the actual plotting being a bit all over the place. But what is it like? Two thirds of the movie is set in a temple. with yeah. the Kids just running around. Yeah, yeah. But it, it does have some cool moments, and that's the thing about these Hase movies. They all have really cool and memorable moments and monsters, right? Like you monsters, remember the yeah. creatures from each of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's number 10 for you then? 10 is Return of Godzilla. Whoa. I didn't like the re-entry of Godzilla into the franchise at this point. And the fact that almost the big bad of the movie, apart from Godzilla, is just a piddly little um, spaceship. Is the Super X. Oh, I thought you were going to mock Shock Eris, But yeah, yeah, you can mock Super X. <laughs> the big bad Shock Eris. <laughs> Um, I know they were trying to play around with themes here. That the original Gojiro movie... Uh, 1954 uh, tried to pick up with, you know, Godzilla as a force of nature, but also as his own creature. And I feel like they just didn't really express it as well as you could have. And I feel like this is a pretty forgettable entry. Um, They could have had a full on fight and destruction scene or series of events with Godzilla against the city, but I feel like having this little spaceship in the midst of it all and. Just a few random people running around and not doing too much to Godzilla himself um, doesn't really lend too much to the story well. But it did culminate in the final event of Godzilla falling into a volcano, which is very fun. Yeah, and I know a lot of people love this. Like, exactly what you were Hmm. saying, a lot of people just say, hey, the best Godzilla movies, 1954, Return of Godzilla. Which I find really interesting. Yeah, and I, I don't love the movie as much as a lot of people do either. But the thing I find I remember from these Hayes movies, because we've been watching them over the last year now, like some of these we've watched months and months and months ago. I'm a bit foggy on exactly what happened. But the thing I remember is just the tone, like how the movie looks, how the movie feels. And I remember this one feeling like the original. Mm. uh, And I just remember, yeah, that this one treated Godzilla as this monster again. So I really like that part of it. I think there is something to say about the movies where... It's Godzilla versus humans being being some of the best ones. And this is by no means a bad movie. Mm. I just feel like every other Godzilla versus humans movie in the Godzilla franchise does what this tries to do a lot better. And you just needed more Raymond Burr and more Dr. Pepper. (laughs) And then it would be the perfect movie for you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I read it 1985, five out of five. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that vividly. Uh, uh, My number. Is it 11 all up? They're 11 all up. Flat me, I should have. I've just got bullet points. What am I doing? So do I. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My uh, next bottom one is Rebirth of Mothra 3. Oh, that's very surprising. Yeah, well, I mean, I really enjoyed the Rebirth of Mothra movies. Again, they're very fun to watch, but there's not too much to them. And they were definitely made for kids, which I can see the charm. (laughs) I can see the charm and the color and the fun. The charm and the fun, you know? But it it doesn't just, it doesn't really appeal to me or draw me in as much as these other Godzilla movies do at this age. At this age. But you would have loved it if you were a kid. Imagine watching the Rebirth of Mothra movies as a kid. Imagine seeing a little prehistoric Cretaceous Mothra as a kid. It would have been so good. It would have been our favorite kaiju ever. Yeah. I I will say as well, I'm going to keep going. Number nine, Hmm? I had. Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Yep. Number eight, I had Return of Godzilla. Do you have anything to say about those two? Um, not that I've already said again. I I like them, but I do think they were weaker compared to some of the cooler Heisei movies, which we're going we're going to get into soon. Hmm. Yeah. Nine for me was Rebirth of Mothra two. Mm-hmm. It is such a weird. I think it's probably one of the most weirdest and left field movies under the Godzilla umbrella it's made for children but it's it tries to be the goonies and it just has so many weird little moments has it kind of grown on you a bit too though like i don't know has what gro- i don't think it's grown on me hey 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 i don't know what's happened but all i'm going to say is the godzilla from godzilla vs. biollante shows up in godzilla battle line i don't even care <laughs> But then there's like a Rebirth of Mothra 2 event. Rainbow <laughs> Mothra is there. That's when I start to get excited. <laughs> when I see Nilay Kani coming up in the game. I'm like, man. Yeah. So for some reason, I've just like attached myself to these Rebirth movies. Yeah, I I, I think we've both become Rebirth of Mothra fans. Yeah. Super fans because It're of this. Probably helped that we watched them with friends and talked about them with friends. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, someone has to champion these movies. I stand by that they're good. Because I know a lot of people... Um, still haven't checked these out. So, you guys, if, you, if you're listening to this, you haven't seen the Rebirth of Mothra movies, worth checking out. I urge you. 100%. Take a few drinks. Grab a few friends. Take a few drinks. <laughs> take a few drinks. Drink a few friends. Uh, <laughs> grab a few friends. <laughs> grab a few drinks. <laughs> you drink know what I mean. It'll be a fun time to watch with some friends. I think a real bright spot of it is that it is the only Rebirth of Mothra movie which has its own original villain. Mm -hmm. And Dagara, what's his Mm -hmm. name? I mean, even even the Berem Starfish But uh, we've been seeing recently some figurines come out of Dagara And be announced after all these years And it's like, huh, this is a real weird character Because he's not really affiliated with Godzilla But he's still a kind of important and interesting piece of history Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the, you know, the G-Fest anniversary where it's the anniversary of rebirth of Mothra 2 and we get a dagara short film. dagara short film. You ready? It's gonna happen. <laughs> um I'll go straight on to my number eight. Yeah. Was Orochi the eight-headed dragon. Whoa. Um I think you liked this movie a lot more than I did. It could be the single most important piece of kaiju media ever created. But yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. Um it's a really I think it's a really cool story, but I still stand by the fact that the three treasures the Showa version of this movie. Yeah. Or the original movie that the story's based The, the story based. Toho's on. original take on the story. Yeah, yeah. Toho's original iteration um, is much more of an epic that I enjoyed than this one. Mm. Uh, but I gotta give this points for the fact that it, I'll, I'll say devolves. It devolves into like a, a Gundam style, yeah. Voltron style fight against just a huge eight-headed dragon, e- which we all love to see. <laughs> Even before that, you've got like, Yamato Takarao, fighting this like wizard in this laser battle in this little chamber under a fortress somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels much more like a, a classic fantasy movie than the th- than the Three Treasures does. Classic campy B movie, which campy, is my jam. Yeah, yeah. you love that ty- that style mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your number seven? Oh my goodness, uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two. Again, I I liked it. But it was just a bit weaker. It was a bit all over the place. Uh, Rodan, the more I think about Rodan, I know I really liked his inclusion initially, but he's so forgettable in this. He has almost yes, yeah. zero memorable qualities. And I, I didn't really remember Godzilla from this either. I think it's just because it's so jam-packed with, you know, Rodan, Godzilla Jr., Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla 2. And it's, this this movie tries to focus on the human characters inside Mecha Godzilla a lot yeah. more. So it's a bit all over the place, but I did enjoy yeah. it. It's really cool that yeah. last fight, Super Mega Godzilla, when Garuda jumps on and they're using the two of them against him. It's real. It's real cool. It's good. It's fun. What's number seven, Micah. My number seven. I'm gonna change this to numbers. What am I even doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, my number seven is Rebirth of Mothra three. I think it's fun having King Ghidorah as the big bad for this one. It was so cool having him cross over into like a Godzilla adjacent yeah. movie, and the fact that. In the Heisei era, King Ghidorah is almost a symbol of time travel. Yeah. <laughs> um, having, having him once again go back to the past in this. And having the whole um, series of scenes and sequences set in the Cretaceous prehistoric era. I love that. Very, very fun. And I'm a sucker for seeing Mothra Leo forms. Yeah. Uh, feels like watching those old Saturday morning cartoons where your favorite characters change and have different power-ups weakest weakest human characters of the bunch the Elias really shine though but the Elias yeah these characters make up so much of these movies and having them have a bit more of an arc in this one a few more musical numbers He <laughs> can't go wrong <laughs> it's good to see <laughs> uh my number six was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah and again I didn't rate any of these poorly guys, so all these are like really well. Yeah, I think these are all four plus stars yeah. for out for you. I really loved all of these. Um the time travel storyline in Ghidorah is great. The parallels to like the Terminator franchise and their take on the big Hollywood blockbusters. Yeah, it's awesome. I, and I just love the real wacky story of the Dorats getting taken through time. Um, and then humanity trying to destroy Godzilla, but in turn creating King Ghidorah. Weird story. Yeah. But I just love it for that fact. Yeah. Um, My next one, I haven't bullet pointed these. Which one am I up to? You're up to five or six? I'm up to six. My sixth one is Mechagodzilla 2. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this is the weakest iteration of Mechagodzilla. But it was the first one that introduced human pilots physically in the machine. Which is a staple idea for me, Godzilla, going forward. Um, and it's always fun having... What was this? This is the first one with little... baby. was called Baby at that point, yeah. yeah. Um, and introducing him as a character is great. I think this also had my favorite main character. I forget his name, but he's the one with the pterodactyl... Um, Hoverbike. The Pterodact... The Pteranodon fan. The Pteranodon... <laughs> Big Pteranodon fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. He's a real cool part of this movie. <laughs> um, what was number... What was it five? <laughs> yeah, yeah, number five was Godzilla versus Mothra. Hey, same for me. Was it? Yeah, Godzilla versus Mothra is number five. I love this movie. I love how they revisited Mothra's story, tied it in with like the creation of the Earth and all the mysticism around mm-hmm. it. I just loved it. And every fight in this is so good. Mothra and Batch going up against Godzilla at the end, dropping the Ferris wheel on him. <laughs> I just love this movie. And again, this this feels like, was it like Indiana Jones? This kind of did t- a t- yep. take on it at the yeah, start. Yeah. It just feels so fun start to finish. I think this is probably, oh, I wouldn't say that. No, uh, My favorite Godzilla movie with Mothra in it. That's what I'd say. Is that, is that sacrilegious to say? <laughs> I think you're all right for the moment. Oh, okay. I think you're okay for the moment. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I, yeah. I think the inclusion of Batra as a dark Mothra in this is such a cool idea. I'm having them be both the yin and the yang in the franchise. And I don't know if you can remember, but having the final battle as Godzilla and Batra. Teaming up, uh, Mothra and Batra teaming up against Godzilla. Yes, yeah, it's a nice little, it's a nice little spin um on the established formula here. <laughs> Batra versus Godzilla. i gonna be like, what did I miss? <laughs> I need to revisit this movie. Yeah. Batra versus Godzilla does happen. Yeah, does it? It ends up with Batra fighting Godzilla. Oh, And then Mothra and Batra. Yeah. What am I Godzilla? talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Batra should, Godzilla team up that's what <laughs> That's what I'm envisioning in my head. I find Batra quite underwhelming. Like, I loved his inclusion really? in that, but nothing's appealing to me about this giant black moth. We have so many other flying Godzilla monsters. There's a lot of flying Godzilla monsters. And you're going to choose Batra? Mm. Like, come on. I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. Not even in his little wormy form? I, I the, the two, like, sticked-out feet in the <laughs> front. Stubby nose. I still can't... I can't get over it. Uh, number four for me, and this is probably going to sound a little sacrilegious, my number four is Godzilla versus Destoroyah. Oh! That's really surprising. Why is it... Because I, I feel like this movie is heralded as one of, if not the best, across-the-board for Heisei. Yeah, and we'll see what you listeners thought, because you all, you all voted on what was your favourite, so we'll get to that soon. Hmm. But... I love Destroyer, And again, these top ones for me are like nearly five out of fives. Um, But I just felt that the human story was weak. I think we talked about it. It didn't focus on Miki as much as I would have loved it to. It had really forgettable other characters in the story. But what I did really appreciate about it was how it brought us back to the beginning. Like perfect finale for the Heisei era. Mm. You start this series off the back of the original Godzilla, and then you bring it all the way back to it with one of the characters from the original with like a new oxygen destroyer, and then you actually kill Godzilla. And it's just so moving. It's beautifully shot. The destroyers look amazing. Um, Yeah, I really love the movie. Mm. Good stuff, Jason, good stuff. My number four is Rebirth of Mothra. Yeah. Rebirth of Mothra one. I think this is a really cool um, movie, albeit absolutely meant for children. Don't go into this imagining a violent epic um, of Godzilla proportions, but I think it is just so fun and being suited for kids. I think it accomplishes what it tries to do with flying colors. Yeah. Um, and the introduction of my boy, Mothra Leo. Mm hmm. Fantastic. Um, he's, become, he's become a fan favorite nowadays. Yeah. And this is where it all started. Rebirth of Mothra is my number three, and I am. Right with you. I feel like this movie is perfectly paced. Yeah. Like it's so perfect having Mothra at the beginning, you lose Mothra halfway through, everything seems lost, and then Mothra Leo steps up to the plate while the whole time you've got this Des- discadora slowly evolving and leveling up, even though his final form is a bit of a letdown. <laughs> um, it's just per- it's just beautifully paced. It is really moving when Mothra dies. Again, the stuff with the Elias. Yeah, the introduction of both the Elias twins and fleshing them out and Belvira. Belvira, It is really fun. I I think we are, we love this movie so much more than a lot of other people do. <laughs> yeah. But once you look past the bad special effects, or you embrace them because of how campy I think you've they got are. to embrace them. <laughs> um there's a little bit of magic to be found yeah. there. Uh my number three was versus King Ghidorah. It had a gargantuan task of trying to create a time travel storyline. Gar- gargantua, mm? gargant, gargantua in task. Who's gargantua? <laughs> you don't remember the gargantuas? Are they the gargantuans? No, the gargantuas. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting my show history here. Uh, it had the gargantuan char- the, task. The, the Garugaruan task? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> of trying to create a time travel gargant- plotline. Gargant- <laughs> task. Gargantuan <laughs> task? The gigantic task <laughs> of trying to create a time travel. St- <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. derailed it. No, no, no yeah, um, yeah. Of trying to create a time travel storyline that made sense with not only the Heisei eras storyline but also the original 1954 storyline yeah because i remember us being so confused but when you actually look at it and think about it yeah. it, it makes perfect it sense. does make perfect sense yeah. um it had real like jurassic park um feels when they go back in time to some of those flashback scenes um and i think having the final level up from king Ghidorah to mecha king Ghidorah is just such an epic moment mm. um that finally happens and turning King Ghidorah into like a, a quote-unquote good or controlled character of yeah. flying against Godzilla back. Um, and also has one of the best romance stories, if not the best across all the Godzilla series, that was ruined by a final line that was thrown in. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. Just the amount that you're rooting for them and hoping that they get together at the end and then... What oh, were they in the end? Was she like his? She's I don't know his ancestor. He's he's her ancestor. She's like her great his great great grandmother or something. Uh, the disappointment. Yeah, I feel for him. <laughs> pour uh, one out for this dude. Let's pour one out for whoever he was. <laughs> uh, number two for me, Orochi the Eight Headed Dragon. Number two, I like it. This is such a good movie. I love fantasy films. I love giant monsters, as you probably know and this is the perfect amalgamation of the two i love how it just does its own twist its own take on the original japanese mythos adds in these sci-fi elements ends with a big old kaiju fight on the moon <laughs> uh yeah it's great what's not to like about this it tries to pack so much in because if i recall correctly it's quite a short movie yeah it's I like i feel like it's under two hours it's half the length of the three yeah. treasures that's for sure so it's just incredibly fast-paced so much happening yeah, um, it is a lot of fun. My number two, yep, is Biolante. Whoa. Which I imagine is your number one. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Um this is just such a cool movie. And uh, is this the second Heisei movie? Yeah. Yep. This was such a fun one to come straight off the heels of Return of Godzilla from. Um, setting up one of the coolest and most memorable kaiju heroes? He's not Biolante's not really a, a villain character in the series is he well it's the it's is it erica is it Balante mixed with erica's spirit mm. the daughter of a scientist and it's kind of the monsters the monster is controlling Balante more than erica is until it kind of twists mm. at the end but there is that final fight with the real monstrous looking violante yeah and i think we're supposed to be rooting for violante i think we are yeah there, there are a lot of real cool fighting scenes in this movie and it's just a real beautiful movie overall. I'll let you talk about it since it's your number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is my favorite Heisei-era movie that we covered. It is so different from any other Godzilla that came out before then. Like all the Showa stuff. It, it's, it's probably very akin to terror of Mechagodzilla. I think we mentioned with the scientist and having a deeper story with the yes. loved one. Yeah. Uh, but this does it in such a compelling way. <laughs> it's so weird when you think about it. The scientist losing his daughter, trying to mix her like blood or DNA with a plant to try and somehow get her back, and then creating a monster. Uh, and then you've got all the psychic subplot stuff yeah, at this the same Mickey time. Miki comes in. Miki gets introduced. There the, there is a Mick in this movie as well, isn't there? Yeah, I think maybe Super X Two. Super X Two sounds right. Yeah, yeah. With the mirror shield. Yeah, the the fire shield or whatever it is. But I just love how compelling the plot is. Yeah, I think it's really unique. Um, it does it really well, makes it really emotional. And the horror elements in this, are unlike anything else, that scene when uh, I think there's a couple guys in the laboratory and Baalante's vines are just ripping them all over the place. Yeah. yeah, it's unmatched. It's really cool. And Barlante's design, Barlante's design, which, which form do you prefer? I like both of them. I love how Balante has the multiple forms, but that freaking mouth on him or her at the end with the teeth. <sighs> yeah, I think that's one of the coolest fights of the series because um, it it just it's just like three times the size of Godzilla, which is so hard to visualize and imagine. The brutality as well, the blood seeping yeah. out of Godzilla. This is with all the green sap and blood. Yeah, yeah. Your number one has number to one. be Destoroyah. Destoroyah. I think what you said is correct. I think that it fails a lot in the human uh, subplot area. But I think that what this movie does is it it's so heavy-handed and does the kaiju fights and the Godzilla stuff so well that it vastly outweighs the bad of this movie. You're um, right. I rated it a 9 out of 10 because... I think it's it's like the perfect Godzilla movie, if not for the human um, mm. side of things. But ha- having a finale where Godzilla goes out literally with a bang, um, you're literally seeing his flesh start to burn away and he's still fighting um, while you're seeing the bones of his body. It's, it's just such a cool visual and having the whole movie slowly creep up to that point that you know something huge is going to come. It just makes for a really compelling movie where you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. Yeah, and you are right. You don't come away from this movie and are like, oh, that could have been better, that could have been better done. You just come away and you're like, flip, man. I don't think there's many people finishing this and being disappointed. No, you can't. You can't be with that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Mine top to bottom then was Rebirth of Mothra 2, Rebirth of Mothra 3, Space Godzilla, Return of Godzilla, Mickey Godzilla 2, King Ghidorah, Mothra, Destoroyah. Rebirth of Mothra, Orochi, and then Biolante at the Bialante. top. Mine was Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, Return of Godzilla, Return of Mothra 2, Orochi, Rebirth of Mothra 3, Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla 2, Godzilla versus Mothra, Rebirth of Mothra, versus King Ghidorah, versus Biolante, and versus Destroyer. So our t- top ones. Destoroyah and Biolante. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. These everyone loves these movies. They they're the two that you have to check out if yeah. you're going to visit the Heisei era. Very 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 good. I think the Heisei era has so many highs and very few lows. Yes. Yes. Check on any of these movies, you'll be entertained whereas the Showa yeah. era, you'll get some stinkers <laughs> in the mix. You for every for every son of Godzilla, you'll get an all-monster's attack, you know. <laughs> yeah and again freaking the just the through line through them all mickey showing up through them all yeah having that continuity i think like why even even in the king Ghidorah movie that opened up with shoot what was before king Ghidorah? i what, think we what movie was, was before was, king Ghidorah? i think it was there's some tripping i have no clue but I, I distinctly remember that movie or the movie afterwards um, it starts. And it was like book ended with some stuff that had happened right from the previous movie. Yeah, yeah. The continuity is is very much there if you if you feel it, and yeah, e- even my least, even my lowest rated one there, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, I still want to rewatch it. We could watch it right now, and let's we'll both it. be laughing. Stop the episode. Yeah, let's stop just, the recording. Let's watch Space Godzilla. <laughs> Uh, next up, guys, we thought we'd talk about our favorite Heisei-era monsters. We aren't going to go through all of them because I think we listed out close to 30. We might do another rank on monsters at some point when we've actually seen all the movies. When we can actually rank <laughs> all the monsters. Yeah, we got to wait. we got to wait. Um, but we thought we'd do our top 10. Um, should I just go through my whole list and then you go through your whole list? Yeah. Should we do it that way? Go from 10. Okay. I want your reaction for each of these. Yes. Number 10, I've got. Out of of all the Haysayer monsters, number 10, the 10th best one, Shock Eris. Uh, That's your reaction? That's my reaction. I think you overhyped Shock Eris so, so much. The scene of Shock Eris going up against Goromaki in the bowel of that ship. The only scene Shock Eris is in. Yeah, but isn't that scene good? (laughs) Like if he, yeah, sure, he was given a bit role in a movie. If he had been given a whole movie and it was full of scenes like that, imagine. You want a a solo Shockeyrus movie, a la Matango. Yeah, I want a solo sea louse movie with <laughs> scenes like that. I mean, if he had more time to breathe, if he had, if he was a bit bigger, you know, a bit close to Godzilla's stature, we could have seen his true potential. But for what he was in, I think he was cool. Can this be your life quest? <laughs> Is to eventually make a Shockeyrus movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Uh, number nine, I've got Gorgo. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Gorgo? Cork- <laughs> no, I've immediately lost all respect for your. For your no, list. hear me out. Isn't out of all the Heisei era monsters, isn't Gorgo one of the ones that's most memorable? He's memorable, for yeah. no good reason, yeah. But he's he's the one when you wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. He's the one who—it's not be, cold sweat. You're gonna be checking if he was the one who peed on you, you know. Uh, he he is just such a odd little creature, the water spirit of Neelike, are Healing piss all over everyone. Uh, I just love how witty he is. The audacity of them to put him in a movie, you know? For all of you who haven't seen Rebirth of Mothra 2, um, <laughs> no comments, just watch that movie. <laughs> no comments. Um, Descador is my number eight. Mm, nice. I, I really love this look. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't really get much to do at the end of the movie he was in, but he was cool. Um, Kamisogami is my number seven. This is like the fire demon from mm. Orochi the Eight-Headed Dragon his whole body like morphs to form weapons. Yeah. And there's this really cool fight when he ascends from the fires of hell, pretty much. Uh, yeah, he's really pack. cool. Number six is Godzilla Jr. and I'm sure you have him in your list, so we'll talk about him a bit more, but I love his... Jason, I don't actually have him in my list. Do you list. not? So you can talk about him more. You don't time. have Godzilla Jr. in your list? Yeah. Whoa, I love the progression of baby to little to Godzilla Jr. I think that this is one of the reasons the Heisei are a Works as well as it does, just having this continuous little monster that you actually see grow up, um, and you see mickey form a connection with, and it just makes the the end of the the era all that more impactful when mm-hmm. he's the one who steps up to the plate in Godzilla's stead. Yeah, Godzilla Junior is great. Mothra, Leo is my number five. uh Similar thing that Godzilla Junior does. We see his journey throughout the movies. Yep, I like it. Um, I like him a bit more than Mothra, to be honest, just because of all his different forms. I think. He looks real cool. Uh, number four is Godzilla. I love how the Heisei era makes Godzilla the villain again. Uh, and I love the different looks we have for him throughout. The, the the burning Godzilla look is unmatched. Can you name three looks? Burning Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla in return of Godzilla with the weird wonky eyes. Um, Godzillasaurus? <laughs> <laughs> when he's back in time? I don't know. I'll let it fly. Okay. The Heisei Godzilla looks iconic. Yeah. But I do feel like he often takes a backseat in these movies because the Heisei era devotes so much time to the, the people and because the monsters are just so good. Yeah. You remember these movies by the monsters, not by Godzilla. He's almost, yeah, <laughs> almost yeah. unfairly just... Yeah, he's the backseat <laughs> in these movies <laughs> a lot of the time. He takes the backseat. Uh, number three is Destoroyah. I love the little crab forms, the little scuttly dudes, a bit more than the big guy. But again, I love just his evolution. Uh, Number two, Yamata no Orochi. Orochi's number two. The 8 headed dragon himself, breathing practical fire from each of those mouths. (laughs) Uh, Just the mass. How big this dude is. The mass. He's a big boy. Can you believe Orochi's mass? Uh, Um, And number one. Is it Biollante? Biolante is my number one. My favorite movie My favorite monster I love those teeth I'm a sucker for the teeth And the tentacles I'm a, I'm a sucker for tentacles Michael <laughs> What can I say um, Vines The vines right Not tentacles <laughs> What are you on about I don't know what I'm on about Never mind Well, So yeah Shocker, Gorgo Descadora, Kumisagami Godzilla Jr Mothra Leo Godzilla Destoroyah Orochi Barante. What are your top 10 My top 10 Starting off At number 10 With Yamato no Orochi Oh He made the cut. Like you said, he did make the cut. You hated the movie, but he made the cut. Um, Apart from him, most of mine are just straight Godzilla Heisei monsters. Mm. So no more Orochi monsters here. Cool. Um, Sorry for little demon Lava King. Uh, But number nine is Mothra. She is looking her best in this movie so far. So fuzzy. So fluffy. Mm -hmm. Um, Give me all the Mothra plush toys. Um, I think it is a bit of a shame that she does. Does this movie end with her flying off into space or dying? Well, I think Mothra does show up in a few movies. She flies away into space in yeah. this one, in Godzilla versus Mothra. And then I think she's in space in Space Godzilla. And then she shows up and dies in Rebirth of Mothra. Yes, because there is a little bit of continuity there. I don't know if there is, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a shame that she wasn't in another Heisei, a Godzilla movie. That's mm. what I'll say. Um, eight for me is Space Godzilla. I have spoken about it at length in his movie, but wasted potential. But I think he is the coolest looking Heisei monster. Uh, Those crystal crystals. Yeah. yeah. He's like big shoulder pads. He would 100% be the jock star on the football team. Mm. Uh, seven is Mechagodzilla. I think he's the weakest iteration from somebody who has seen what all of his other iterations look looks like across the years, um, but starting off with having pilots for him, seeing him finally fly off the ground and turn into that ultimate form—he's weird and round, but he's still making Godzilla. He's still you know? making Godzilla. <laughs> you gotta love him. Um, six for me is King Ghidorah, um, in, his, in his title movie, but also. Chuck in there has his look from Rebirth of Martha 03. The Grand Grand Ghidorah. Is he's, that him in the present? Yeah, he's got his present day look, right? Then his Cretaceous day look. Chuck Cretaceous in there Ooh. as well. I think Heisei's been a good era for King Ghidorah. Yeah, nice. Um, Five for me was Destroyer. I think he's a really fun Fun little person. Mm-hmm. I think he has so many cool forms. <laughs> fun little person He's just a fun little guy. <laughs> the fun little person. Um, and I really appreciate the the fame and the status that he's almost risen to as the person who essentially kinda kills off Godzilla. Um or or is related to that at the very least. Yeah. Four for me is Biolante. Love Biolante. His final form. So so good. I want a figurine of this that just takes up my entire house. (laughs) I want it to be that big. Uh, Number three is Godzilla. I think you're right. He takes a backseat in these movies, Um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Um, How much growth and development can you really have for the same one kaiju across this many movies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, without having any like physical upgrades to him. It, it was a hard task. But I think he's just super memorable in this era regardless. Two for me is Batra. Whoa. I love me some Batra. Do you? The the yin to Mothra's yang. Whoa. Or the yang to Mothra's yin. Um, <laughs> I I love Imago form Batra. I love little larvae form Batra. I think that if Batra was a recurring character... As a continuous dark force to Mothra that showed up across the era, I think he would just, it would, it would make my dreams come true. Man. Um, I can't believe it. Yeah. Love me some Betra. And it means that number one for me, Jasha, Gogo. Gogo. Garagaru. Is... <laughs> Garagaru wasn't on your list. Hey, I love Garagaru. Garagaru, number one, <laughs> number two fan now. He nearly made the cut. He nearly made the cut. What number was he at? He was... <laughs> no, he was like. 17 or oh, something. Get it. Um is Mothra Leo. He's your favorite. Yeah. Whoa. Um the rebirth of Mothra it's, it's crazy to me that he, he's only been in the rebirth of Mothra movies. Yeah. But you think about it as well, he had a big presence in Godzilla Island. Yeah. Well has he been in one other thing? I don't think so. That's that's him. He's been in Battle Line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yes. Mothra Leo's great. Um I think he's the He's the kaiju across all of Godzilla with the most different forms um, other than Godzilla. Which is crazy that he's only in three movies and he has that title. Yeah. It's it's like what they've done with Spider-Man where yeah. every movie he's in, they have to have three different costumes. Yeah. They just got to give Mothra Leo fi- 50 different forms. They got to sell that merch, you know? <laughs> I wish. I wish they sold, wish that, they merch. sold that merch. I wish they sell that merch. And I think my favorite moment for him is just at the end of that first movie. Just unleashing. So freaking many different powers and abilities <laughs> to absolutely own up Descadora. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's going to be me. Mothra Leo as number one. Nice. Did I read through your list? Yeah, I got Orochi number 10, Mothra, Space Godzilla, Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Biolante, Destoroyah, Godzilla, Batra, and my boy Mothra Leo. Nice. It, it, I just love that Mothra Leo, you see him from literally being hatched to the height of his powers yeah um You're along for the ride i'll say honorable mention as well for me mm. is fairy mothra who makes the rebirth of mothra movies yeah and they also make an appearance in space godzilla remember they, oh they are in space godzilla yeah mothra and fairy mothra crossover. Yeah, good stuff yeah. um i'm still looking out for a little fairy mothra plush life-sized fairy mothra <laughs> <laughs> to chuck on your computer to chuck on my computer <laughs> uh there's also another couple monsters we thought we'd talk about, because alongside the movies in the Heisei era, there are technically a couple of shows, which are also Heisei era shows. Uh, the two God Godziland Godzi Godzi shows, <laughs> yes, which we talked about, Adventure Godziland and Get Going Land. Uh There's also Godzilla Island uh, that we binged our way through all in mostly in Japanese. Have you been keeping up with the English updates on YouTube? I haven't. But I have seen a couple of screen grabs. shared in our discord of some of the translated words. <laughs> and man, we wild. missed out. We missed out. Uh, I will say as well, there were a couple of other Heisei shows, one called Godzilla Kingdom and one called Godzilla TV. Mm. And these are the ones that are like completely lost media at this point. So who knows? One day they might make might make a resurgence, resurface. But who if knows? they do, we will cover them. Yeah, we will. But you have five favorite Godzilla Island monsters. Godzilla like Island monsters. Yeah. Godzilla Island introduced a whole slew of original or different iterations on characters. Yeah. I'm going to start off with an honorable mention here. Hyper Mecha King Ghidorah. Good. This yeah. is when Mecha King Ghidorah has come back, but is just fully Mecha. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Mecha wings, all three heads Mecha. Um, good honorable mention there. Number five for me. Medical Jet Jaguar. Nice. Um, have you seen the, the tweets of people showing that they've released some like new little blind boxes from Godzilla Island? Yes, yeah, Super 7, which is like Super an 7. action figure or pop culture um, creator in the States, has suddenly released these like Godzilla Island blind boxes <laughs> with Godzilla Island figures, which is so crazy. I never thought I'd see the day. But I love it. Um, Medical Jet Jaguar is fun and having... I forget her name, but it was like, it was like the character who was introduced in Season 2. That was kind of her mech for the first few episodes. The, the kaiju doctor. yeah, The kaiju doctor, yeah. Um, number four for me is King Caesar. He is the sensei mm-hmm. um, character for Godzilla and plays a big part in the Gigan storyline. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's fun there. Number three for me is Black Mechagodzilla. Ooh. This is when... <laughs> Can't even remember. Wait, is she a Zillion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either Zillion or the or another alien species in this in the second season who grabs a fully black, almost like charcoal look of the original Showa Mecha Godzilla from the space kaiju vending machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like real dusty. It's real dusty. Uh, they make a lot of jokes about it being just absolute trash, and I think there's a standoff between that Mechagodzilla and another Mechagodzilla, and it just breaks down. It's very funny. I love it. I think it's such a cool look. Um, I think this is what Godzilla Island does well: is it, intro- it it has the space to introduce these variants on characters, yeah, and it'd be like completely natural and totally fun. Yeah. You don't have to give them an entire feature length movie to show off these characters because you can just have a few little few minute episodes about them they don't need to make sense right they can just appear no. for three minutes and yeah yeah bring them out of the <laughs> vending the space vending machine yeah um number two is gigan yeah Heck i think yeah. he has such a cool part to play in his little um series of episodes there as the ninja warrior mm-hmm. um and having him end up siding with godzilla and fighting Megalon Famous duo Megalon and Descadora No, sorry, Destoroyah Destoroyah, it was them too Yeah, yeah. cool moments there Number one Godzilla Island rekindled my love for Anguirus (laughs) And it might have just been because of that one dance scene where he's just rocking back and forth (laughs) That might have been the one scene that's brought him up to Spot number one. Every message I send to Mike nowadays, our guys, all I receive back is Anguirus tapping his toes as a GIF. <laughs> I love him. What could I say? <laughs> um, I think him having his own little arc there, the Anguirus arc, when he goes up against the cactus. Yeah. He, it finally gave him a chance to shine after all these years. And I'm really sad that we had, it feels like we haven't had a real, or, or to my memory, there isn't a real comeback for Anguirus. For the rest of Godzilla, he is in one Millennium movie, which is the next era coming up. Final War? Yes. I'm looking forward to him there. I know he's in Singular Point as well. Yeah, true. Um, But apart from that, I'm really hoping that he pops up in the Monsterverse or some other place sometime soon. Because I need me some more Anguirus. Don't you see like some dead anguirus skeletal remains in a MonsterVerse movie yes which is incredibly sad <laughs> what have they done to my boy um they, killed, you... they killed him off so he can show up in the prequel apple tv series right that was their yeah, plan. yeah 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 uh, my fingers and toes are crossed what are your top favorite Godzilla island monsters do you just have five here yeah i have five a lot of the same anguirus is my number five <laughs> yeah i just is it because of the toe tapping i <laughs> You know, the toe happens, okay, but I really love the really deep emotional arc we get with him just being so depressed because he's made fun of by all his friends. Yeah. Uh yeah. It was a side of Angiris I've never seen before and I really connected <laughs> with it. Um, he's usually just the lackey lap dog. Yeah. For Godzilla. Yeah. Number four was Gigan. His arc, amazing, anti-hero mm-hmm. Gygen. Now those are my two those are my top two. So who are your who are your top ones? Uh number three, Neo Hidora oh yes this is when hedora teams up with a metango and it's just this neon like pink and purple color yeah again i just probably like the metango inclusion more than anything but i i just love all those hedora real life safubi figures you can get yeah and this was literally a safubi and <laughs> like official godzilla show <laughs> so you know you can't go wrong uh number two medical jet jaguar yes very good Love Medical Jet Jaguar with that giant syringe. Why, why do you think Medical Jet Jaguar is so memorable from this? I don't know. It's because they don't really... It's just so interesting. They don't have a main Jet Jaguar figure that they focus on. And they've just completely rebranded them as just these utility robots. Because what? They had the the fully silver... Yeah, that shows up for one episode. Then they have the firefighter Jet Jaguar, which is so funny. Yeah. And then medical. Yeah. He's just become like the all-purpose. Yeah. Get your own get your own robot that does all these different jobs for you. Line up kaiju so I can vaccinate you. Like, yeah, it's it's really. <laughs> Do you remember that one episode where he's running around just trying to vaccinate all this? Yeah, the it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's great. Yeah. Number one. And I didn't appreciate you mocking this monster before. The monster vending machine. Because it's technically a mech. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Right? It is classed as a <laughs> as a mech for this movie. The monster vending machine. A giant vending machine floating in space that any aliens that are wanting to destroy the earth can just come up to, chuck in a few quarters, buy a monster. <laughs> it's great. I think it needs to make a return in mainline Godzilla fashion. <laughs> Let's bring it over to live action, you know? Imagine... Uh, one more Godzilla anime movie, which is focused on the <laughs> Godzilla vending machine, uh, the mecha vending machine in space. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the different monsters that show up in Godzilla Island. Again, it's probably the best reason to watch the show, to just see these different takes on the kaiju you know and love. Uh, but the whole show is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I stand by what we said, that if you have little kids, this is a fantastic way just to get them immersed in the Godzilla uh, world yeah while they're young without having to commit to a full movie yeah another thing we thought we'd do would just be to go over some of our memorable moments or fight scenes from the movies i've got a few we've already talked about some of them one of my memorable moments was that single shot of Gogo hovering above someone lying on the ground injured and just the pee flowing out of him it's said into my brain forever i remember that shot i have nightmares <laughs> I still think about this and I shudder every time. Because it's in slow motion. I think that's yeah. the worst part about it. Yeah. You just see the stream coming. Ugh. Is this why movies were made? <laughs> Is this why they stopped making Rebirth of Mothra movies? <laughs> and then I also, some of my memorable moments, yeah, we have already talked about them. The reveal that Emmy and Teresawa are related in King Ghidorah. Yeah. Just the whiplash. <laughs> uh, Shockeris attacking Goromaki at the start of Return of Godzilla. Yeah, that's, that's a real cool setup because that's before you even really see Godzilla. Yeah. So he is the first kaiju monster that you're introduced to in that movie. I know. And it's so scary. Right out of Alien. And then, yeah, I, I also loved Godzilla and Batra versus... <laughs> Mothra and Batra <laughs> versus Godzilla. <laughs> With dropping Ferris wheels and buildings on top yeah. of one another. And then my favorite moment or the most memorable moment to me was this... Climactic fight at the end of Orochi the 8 Dragon when you've got Yamato Takarao in his Utsuno Ikusagami form? Utsuno Ikusagami. Yeah, when he's fighting Yamato no Orochi on the moon. And just the amount of fire, <laughs> the amount of light, uh, beam effects. It's just so cool. It's a big spectacle. Yeah, the whole movie attend, just that movie. escalates and escalates into this battle on a planet. But what were your some of your favorites? Um, a lot of what you said, uh, the aliens moment... Did you talk about the aliens moment in Destoroyah? No, uh, there's like an aliens moment in there where it's all the soldiers fighting the aggregate forms, yeah, um, in the facility. Uh, it's very fun. Uh, you said it as well. Godzilla Junior's death in versus Destoroyah mm. and his subsequent rebirth, query rebirth, yeah. Um, the team up, so cool. Um, baby Godzilla having his little cheeseburger. <sighs> that moment has been seared into the brain of the fandom yeah baby godzilla is identified with cheeseburgers now yeah it's so good um the whole Biollante fight is one of my favorites at the end of that movie yeah did you see that deleted scene i posted in the discord the other day so i've actually listed the deleted scene from Biollante on my list here as well no way i was talking about the one where it's godzilla ending after the death of Biollante in the field of flowers and yeah. doing his little cry scream. But I saw this video you uh, posted yesterday from Twitter where it seems like they tried to do like a little anime cut scene as well in the movie. Yeah. It cuts to Barlante's mouth like opening and it's switching to almost an anime as I guess Erica overpowers Balante and heals Godzilla before ascending to the mm-hmm. heavens. Real interesting. I'd never heard about it before. I kind of liked it, but I also really love that flower deleted scene. These are two things I kind of wish they incorporated into the movie. Like the flower one, why isn't that in there? Yeah, I don't know. I think it would have taken the ending of the movie to a whole nother level. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny that one of my favorite scenes is a deleted one. The <laughs> yeah. Movies. When you make the podzilla cut and add those scenes in. <laughs> Let's do it. And then as well, I've just got the entire uh, time travel sequences from King Ghidorah. The entire movie. The yeah. entire movie is just <laughs> on another level. Um, the Dorats. The inclusion of the Dorats always stands out to me as a really weird inclusion. Right? <laughs> yeah. The links that that movie goes to to try and make sense is just mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah. It's mind-boggling. Mind-melting. And- oh, and, and then just the, the skeleton... Of Godzilla showing up at oh, the end of his destroyer fight. The flesh burning away in the reveal. Like the climactic moment of the whole Heisei era for me. Yeah, because for ages I saw the figures and I, I thought, I remember you talking about this figure you can get of like Heisei burning Godzilla half burnt in a skeleton. Yeah, And I thought it was just a cool art- artistic take on it. But no, you actually see that form in the movie. Yeah, you see it for a couple yeah. seconds, which is real cool. yeah. We've had such a fun time covering these Heisei-era movies, guys. Thank you all so much for coming along the ride with us. We t- we've had some real fun episodes, too. I really enjoyed doing our Rebirth of Mothra trilogy with a different <laughs> guest on for it's each movie. Standout, yeah. Yeah, having Ron on, having Kev on, having Waffles on. Uh, hopefully, you guys had a lot of fun with them. They're really great mates with some really great podcasts yeah. themselves. Um, and we always have a good time when they're on the show. But we also had we had like Big O on for King Ghidorah. We had the final draft on for Mickey Godzilla. Yeah, we've had a lot of guests across this yeah. season. And there have also been like some other episodes that we've done spattered throughout which aren't really Godzilla related. Was it Real Latinos who came up this season for Pacific Rim? Yeah. It uh, was super fun to do. Uh, we've just recently chatted with one of our mates, Johnny Andrews as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, we've had a lot of guests. There's been a lot of guests and a lot of cool little Godzilla uh, buddies who have come up now. No more guests. Ban on guests for the next <laughs> season. <laughs> Too, Too much. much. We've fused up our quota. I've absolutely hated those episodes. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like even episodes just the two of us, I really liked our Godzilla Island episode when we yes. were literally sleep deprived. When we binged, was it wasn't like <laughs> two or three days that we binged the whole thing in. There's nothing like sitting through four hours of unannotated Japanese media. Yeah. It was a trip. It was a trip that I'm not going to soon forget. (laughs) Um, And then doing the exact same thing with the Godzilla animated series. Yeah. Um, We haven't even really talked about the TriStar Godzilla movie. They're not Heisei. But we're never going to talk about it in the next season. we're never going to talk about it. No, I mean, we actually will talk about them very soon, to be honest. yeah, The TriStar movies are very tied up to why the Millennium Era was created. So we will talk about that very soon. But yeah, we've had an absolute trip. We've had an absolute... give me another word we have trip you were gonna say ride give me one more synonym (laughs) we have had such a great time we have had honestly such a fun time this last year with you guys uh yeah so looking forward to the next year i think i had seen one heisei movie prior to this journey really um and it's been hyped up by the fandom it's been hyped up by our fans the fans of the show it's been such a blast getting around to it yeah uh, I've got a few bits of trivia here on the Heisei era. Jason, give it to me. Just as we close it Love out. Love my trivia. Interestingly enough, no Godzilla monster that was introduced in this series, so the showed up for the first time in the Heisei era, yes, has reappeared in the Millennium Era. Yes. That is Super Mechie Godzilla. That is a few of the other mechs. That is Biollante. That is Destoroyah. That is Batra. And Space Godzilla. Yeah, I don't know why he started with Mechagodzilla, who literally shows up, but yeah, not this one, <laughs> not this one, um, because he wasn't introduced here for the first time. All no, the other true. monsters that were introduced, yeah, they don't show up except apparently Godzilla Junior, who shows up in stock footage at some point. So that'll be interesting. Oh, eh? Yeah, who knows? Eh? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm. I think I'm most surprised that they haven't even shown up in any of the animated properties. I feel like these these ones would be perfect to chuck into Singular Point. Yeah. Or the other anime movies. um, We have had them come around in Chibi Godzilla. Oh, Biolante's in Chibi Violante's Godzilla, right? in Chibi Godzilla. Yeah. Are any of the other ones? I not guess from my memory. I feel like Destoroy has probably made an appearance. I mean, they're all probably in Godziban nowadays, to be honest. Yeah, they would be in Godziban at least. Yeah. But not in the Millennium Era at all, which is super no. interesting. And also in this era... All of the monsters that go up against Godzilla, every single one of them can fly, except for Balante. But I mean, it's a technicality because he does float off and she, yeah, she does float off. She, yeah, she, she, float often she floats around with particles. So a lot of flying. <laughs> Is that true? They, fl- they all fly. Yeah, Batra. Yeah, face Godzilla, Miki Godzilla, Destroyer, and all of them as well actually <laughs> have multiple forms. Every single monster he goes up against in these, uh, I guess, excluding Shock because he doesn't go up against Shock Eris. Get out of but, here, But, like, all these monsters have multiple forms they go through, which is crazy. I guess Space Godzilla does, because he just has his crystal f- flying form. Yeah. Um, I think that is one of the coolest things about the Heisei series, though, because each of these monsters is identified as, like, a f- with a few different visual forms. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun to have those monster designers, they went all out, mm. and it's yeah, it's what's most memorable about this whole yeah. era. I think it's what's most memorable about some of the gods of the monsters as well. I know we really praised Hed- Hedora, yeah, Hedora back in the day for that because he's got like what two or three different forms. Mm. Yeah, that's always give me more forms, <laughs> that's what all the newer movies are missing. More forms. Give us more forms so we can finally get the Godzilla Pokemon game we all want. Because <laughs> I love Pokemon so much, and I love Godzilla so you much. You do love pokétion. <laughs> Name one okay. more Pokemon. From here. we want to talk about what you guys <laughs> thought of the Heisei era movies. We put out a little poll in the Discord. Thank you for everybody who uh, answered and filled yeah. out those forms. By the way, there were a lot of people who submitted answers. We got heaps of responses, which was really cool, uh, and. A lot of these, we like, we ranked and we went to the tiered approach to ranking. So we asked for your first favorite, second favorite, third favorite, and then we like gave them different scores. And we've yep. we should have like the top, the best of the best yeah. for what you guys thought. We've collated all the information and we have come up with the penultimate yeah. proper answer for who the Godzilla fans love. Okay, the Godzilla fan favorite movie. Movie, we've got the top three. Yes, number three King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, nice, good time travel plot, good reveals. Number two, romance, Destroyer. Good romance, (laughs) Destroyer. Number two, I'm surprised this isn't at number one. Biolante takes out first place. Number one, your guys' favorite Heisei era movie. Yeah, I, I don't think this is surprising. I think, like we said, across the board, these top two movies are some of the most talked about. Yeah, um, and some of the most revered of the Heisei era. Yeah. And this was by a landslide as well but Balante won this. People, people love Balante. Mm. Um, do you have number four? I I don't I didn't list it down. I didn't. But um it was Rebirth of Mothra two, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Rebirth of Mothra two. It kind of fell off a bit, to be honest. Those three were like solidly the top. There was actually surprisingly a lot of love for Mickey Godzilla 2, which I didn't know that uh-huh. people loved as much as they did, but a lot of you voted that. Um, okay, we got best director. We asked you guys what your favorite director I cannot, was. Tisha, I cannot name one director. <laughs> same yeah, there was there was a handful of them, and a few of them f- did like directed multiple movies. Mm. Um, but the winner was Kazuki Omori, who did Bailante and Ghidorah. Nice, makes sense. Yeah, the two best movies. <laughs> the best director makes sense. Uh, we asked you guys who your favorite cast members were, and there were only two that actually got. A lot of votes. Okay. All the rest got like zero or one against them. Now, is this actors and actresses or characters? Actors and actresses. Okay. Um, and the roles they played. So, in second place, we've got Masahiro Takashima, who Same is, is a fan from Mickey Godzilla. <laughs> yes. He is also Yamato Takarao from Orochi. Yes. And he's also a pilot in Destoroyah. That's right. He's the kind of unnamed pilot we all recognize but is not mentioned little cameo role in that movie but i love the guy as well again his performance in mechagodzilla is just great it's great i think seeing the range going from Godzilla to orochi as well yeah um he's not the person you would have visioned to play an epic fantasy character (laughs) yeah uh, but he pulls it off quite well yeah he really does And, and then no surprise Everyone's favorite member of the cast, Is it Miki? Miki, Megumi Odaka. Yes, uh, and yeah, I really loved her as well. She really brightens up these movies. It's it was just a highlight seeing her character pop up in different places. Yeah, yeah. I just wish that they gave her a bit of a better send off or focused on her more in those latter movies. Um, because it was a bit disappointing just her taking the back seat pretty much every movie mm. she's in. Make Mickey the main character. Why didn't? Why wasn't she the main? They should have. They should have. I know as well, there were some movies across the Heisei era where she was the character who was most tied up with Godzilla Jr. or whatever iteration he was yeah. in. Um, and in the other movies, it was another random side character. Yeah. Um, so it, there was a bit of inconsistency there. I think, like you said, they should have made her the main character. Make her have the pilot seat for Godzilla. Yeah. Um, some weird choices did, that didn't make sense. Yeah. But either way, she's an absolute highlight. Yeah, she's, she's fantastic. Uh, Okay, we've got the favorite monsters. Your guys' favorite monsters from the Heisei era. And I've got the top five. Top five. Fifth place, we've got Godzilla Jr. In number five? Yeah. Godzilla Jr. is in number five. Number four is Godzilla. Okay, yeah. Number three is Space Godzilla. (laughs) Hmm. You guys love Space Godzilla. That's interesting. Which I find interesting because I don't particularly love his design. I love Variance Monsters. For some reason, Variants of Godzilla. I don't know. The big old spiky shoulders are cool. Spiky shoulders. Um, I like how they get chipped away. Yeah, that is That's cool. That's Well, I, I've heard that there are a lot of people who really do love this movie. I know some of our fans talk about that this versus space Godzilla movie is the one that they pop on as like their comfort movie. Okay, this, this is it. the one they come back to. Yeah. It didn't really feel like that to me. So I'm very surprised that this is as revered as it is. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's better on a rewatch. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then last two, no surprise. Number two, Destoroyah. Number one, Balande. Classic. And Classics. again, Balande by a landslide, like double the <laughs> amount that even Destroyer had the amount of points. Um, so, yeah, Biollante, she takes out the top place once again The best movie, the best monster, the best director Everyone loves Biollante Best plant out best, of the series The best plant the in best the plant whole Godzilla far. series You're yep. putting you're putting a stake in the ground right now Yep. Second, I would say, is Cactus <laughs> From But Godzilla. first is Biollante <laughs> Far and away I, I will say only one person submitted Shock Eris To be one of their favorite monster. Was it you? No, I think it was Waffles. So, Waffles, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I asked you guys a few other questions I'll quickly get through. We asked what the favorite suit was, favorite Godzilla suit mm. throughout the series. Uh, it was a three-way tie for the Desugoji suit, which was the Destroyer Burning Godzilla look. Nice. Uh, the Bio Goji suit, which was his look in Barlante. This is when he's the one where he's covered in muck, but mm. for most of the movie he isn't. Yeah, but just, just his look. And then... Also, surprisingly, the 84 Goji looks. This is the Return of Godzilla with the eyes and the brow that I don't like. Yes. We didn't like this one. No, but a lot of people do. Yeah, three-way tie. Uh, we also asked you guys your favorite weapon or vehicle. This was a three-way tie as well. Now, are these mix. Yeah, so yeah. these are the mix, but not like the monster mix. So three-way tie was between Super X, Super X3, which I can hardly remember. Is that the jet? And then, it's going to blow your mind, Baby. Baby? Wait, so many people voted for Baby. Why'd you guys wait, vote for Baby? Oh my gosh, The Baby. jetpack? Is the jetpack? this Mother, the big ship. There's, There's kids, this, the teleporter thing? Yeah. And then Baby. <laughs> Who put down Baby? A lot of people put down Baby. You're kidding me. The jetpack, tied alongside Super X for the best, <laughs> the best <laughs> weapon or vehicle of the series. I... I legitimately think that they must have thought it was Baby Godzilla. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> There's saying, no way you're saying our listeners way. are dumb. You you're saying hey, that, I didn't say I you, didn't say. You're that. saying they think kids. <laughs> I think that 80 percent of the people who voted for Baby <laughs> does not know what Baby is. Oh man, man, I can't believe it. I I know you guys knew what you were talking about. I I knew that you loved Baby just as much as I do. <laughs> Tasha, um, sure what color is baby? Um, okay, and then we also asked your favorite monsters from Godzilla Island. And there were three that came out on top. Third place was Gigan. Were there three votes all up? No, there all a lot of votes for this. Oh. Which I, I saw you guys voting for episodes, monsters and episodes that aren't even out over here yet. I saw it. <laughs> but Gigan got third place. Godzilla got second place. First place, Hyper Mecha King Ghidorah. Yes, I like it. Yeah. I'm so happy. Thanks for voting, guys. I really appreciate you guys sending in your thoughts. Again, Biollante just taking it out. Fan favorite. Across the board. Yeah. And we also had a couple of you sending in emails. So I'll quickly read through some of those. Really appreciate getting mail sent our way. PodzillaPod at gmail.com. If you want to send us anything, we read every message. That's right. You can also tag us on Letterboxd at Podzilla. Yeah. Um. And most social media. Yeah. So send us your thoughts on literally anything Godzilla related, or not Godzilla related. Yeah. Just have a chat. Have a chat. We've got an email here from Pyramox, and Pyramox says my top three Heisei Kaiju have got to be Destoroyah, Biolante, specifically the Rose form. Oh. And then my boy Garu Garu. Ah. Gar- oh garu freaking garu yeah pyromox yeah i I see you Uh, and then pyromox says yeah this podcast is pretty cool but is it weird that i listen to this while going to sleep (laughs) anyways i'm kind of hyped for the new episodes to come didn't think we'll be this close to being up to date so soon thanks pyromox it's good to hear man i'm glad you're i'm glad someone's like enjoying our kiwi accent (laughs) I'm glad somebody else doesn't join Garu Garu. <laughs> um, I'm sure that sometime soon somebody is going to do like an hour long talk on Garu Garu on <laughs> YouTube somewhere. Somebody's going to make a video solely dedicated to Garu Garu and it's going to be us. <laughs> It's going to be you specifically. I'm watching out for it. <laughs> he wasn't in my top ten. Come on, he wasn't top. Your wasn't number top 10. one, Garu Garu. Your claim to fame was number one, Garu Garu. I'll leave it to it. No Dove. It no Dove <laughs> loves Garu Garu more than me. Um, and we got another email here from Nick, aka Scar Eight Six Four Two in the Discord. Is this, uh, this is Actually, yeah, this could be Nick totopolis sending again. Uh, Nick says, Hey, Jason and Micah, just started binging you guys at work recently and love the show. It's really nice to find and connect with others through the amazing and wacky kaiju community. The Heisei era was my first introduction to the Japanese Godzilla after seeing and loving the 98 film. So this is Nick Totopoulos. This is Nick Totopoulos. This is Nick Totopoulos himself. Nick says, My top three Heisei films are Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. And then in brackets, Nick has put like phonetic spelling, but to I make think, sure that we say Kigora. no. But I think Nick's trying to Let trick me because Nick spelt it Guyigra. Wait, Nick, are you trying? To, what are you, are you trying to confuse us even more? Guyigra, <laughs> Nick, what are you on Nick, about? I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it, dude. Nick, this is how Nick's dad <laughs> taught him to say it as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Guyigra. Now. I'm sorry, Nick, but you just got to know that you've been saying it wrong probably your whole life. And you're just going to have to live with that. It's Gidora. It's G-Dora. For uh, yeah, Nick's third favorite film, Godzilla vs King Ghidorah. Um, Nick says, my first Japanese Godzilla film could just be nostalgia, but I really like the update of Godzilla being a villain again and Ghidorah's more intimidating appearance. Plus, Mecha King Ghidorah was one of my favorite monsters for years. Number two for Nick. Godzilla and Mothra, The Battle for Earth. I really like the mythical approach this movie had. Godzilla may have been an afterthought, but the dynamic between Batra and Mothra was worth it. And then number one, Godzilla vs. Destoroyah. The dark tone, sci-fi feel, and horror elements made this film feel really unique in this era of films. Plus, it truly had states with Godzilla's death unavoidable and the struggle to make sure the Earth doesn't die with him. Plus, Destoroyah is literally the stuff of nightmares. What's not to like? He's a scary small boy. He yeah, is. Scary <laughs> small boy. Nick's also got his top three Heisei Kaiju. Number three, Mike, you're going to love this. Mothra Leo. Mothra Leo, my boy. Leo is such a great variant of Mothra. I personally have been lukewarm about Mothra herself. But when I saw Leo, I literally said, damn, they made Mothra a badass. <laughs> Plus, he's OPAF. Leo could probably take on Godzilla and win. Let's be real. I think he would. Uh, number two batra batra is so cool a demonic spiky caterpillar oh. who would have thought it could be so terrifying and awesome nick the fact he could shift into his Amago form at will was just a taste of what the dark mothra was capable of you're speaking to my heart right now nick <laughs> but what makes batra so great and interesting was he never was really a villain he was always on the side of the planet just he and his counterpart had a disagreement on humanity mm. Number one for Nick, Destoroyah. Destoroyah is honestly my favorite kaiju from the Godzilla universe. He's a giant demonic beast given life by the very thing that killed the OG Godzilla. He was truly evil and merciless to the point he singled out Junior and killed him cold blood in front of his father. And he fought Godzilla at his strongest and held the advantage for most of the fight. Destoroyah is truly death incarnate. Uh, I also just wanted to add my thoughts on the 98 Godzilla. Oh, I love the design from this film so much. That for years I preferred it over the Japanese Godzilla designs. That opinion could get me lynched, but I don't care. The 98 Godzilla film itself is hit or miss. It's not great, but it's certainly not bad. 98 Godzilla will always be an incarnation of Godzilla, despite what everyone wants to think. Fight me. We're we're alongside you, Nick. I think that is a W take. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nick says, sorry for dragging this out. These are hard to sum up, lol. Thanks for taking the time to read my opinions on the Heisei era and keep up the good work. Yeah, we appreciate you, Nick. Some good thoughts there. Thank you for coming along on the journey with us. Yeah. Um, And especially recently, trying to speed up around there. Yeah, binging through with us. We appreciate it. What's next, guys? The Millennium Era is coming up. And the Millennium series is a term that's just used with the Godzilla films because there was no, like, Millennium era in Japan. (laughs) This is just what people call the series of Godzilla films from 1999 to 2004. And what's notable about it, Mike? Wait, is the Millennium five years? Yeah. Oh, geez. It's only six movies. And what's notable about it is that it doesn't follow a set timeline or occur in the same continuity at all. So... (sighs) You know how like you start the Haze era, you can pretty much watch them all, they all follow on from one another. Yeah. Things are about to get weird. I think some of these are standalone, some of these call back to the original film, some of them are like only two of them are in the same continuity. Some of them connect back to like Space Amoeba and the Gargantua oh movies. Gosh. So all I know is that we'll be seeing Barragon again. Yeah, Barragon. Barragon shows up again. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, and Manila. Sheesh. Yeah, we're going to yeah, see... there's some weird stuff coming up. There's some weird, fun stuff coming up. And a little background about the Millennium Era. The Heisei series obviously closed off in 1995 with Godzilla versus Destoroyah. Um And Toho, that like, that was their big finale. They wanted to then wait like 10 ish years before making another Godzilla film. They were just going to leave it for a bit. And they allowed TriStar within that 10-year gap, to produce this trilogy of American-made Godzilla movies, right? And when when the TriStar Godzilla came out in 1998, everyone hated it, as we know. Huge widespread disappointment, like backlash to the Godzilla name. The the Godzilla name was tarnished. Even though we like the movie, even though Nick loves the movie, a lot of people didn't. And Toho saw it, and they're like, man, we have to do something. We have, to, we have to save the name of Godzilla. So they stepped back up to the plate and they quickly put a new Japanese Godzilla film into development, which was Godzilla 2000 Millennium. And that's going to be the first movie we're covering off in our next season. Uh, and they went on to, uh, yeah, produce six films in the Millennium series, culminating in Godzilla's 50th anniversary film in 2004, Godzilla Final Wars, which is like, Destroy your monsters on steroids. There are so many yes. crazy monsters yeah. in this one, and then they decided to retire Godzilla again for a bit after the Millennium series. So we have Godzilla 2000 coming up. We've got Godzilla versus Megagirus, Godzilla Mothra, King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. Godzilla against Miki Godzilla, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, and Godzilla Final Wars, which we're tackling first off in Godzilla season three. Yeah, but. For season three, we are going to be starting off and continuing the whole way through with weekly episodes. Yeah. So that's only going to be for like a month and a bit, covering <laughs> the Millennium Series. <laughs> it's going to go fast. Um, But there's a lot more lined up. Um, in this season, we are going to officially try and get up to date. Yeah, so we will be going through Millennium. We're going to be going through Monsterverse. We're going to be going through a lot of the side projects like uh Singular Point, the anime yeah. movies. We're going to be going through Shin Godzilla. Yeah, the Reiwa stuff, the current era in Japan. We've got our we've got a little board up on the wall next to us right now with these red lines, these red lines of yarn and we've pinpointed that we're going to be able to get up to date, up to current Godzilla stuff by the time Godzilla X-Kong, The New Empire, comes out. So that's our goal. We're going to be releasing weekly episodes, um, kicking off in the middle of November. Join the Discord, link in the show notes. Yep. Follow us on socials, Podzilla Pod, um, just to keep up to date to when that episode's coming out. Yeah. We will also, we'll probably hold off on the Apple TV MonsterVerse show, Monarch, until we've seen the current MonsterVerse stuff. I, I kind of want to watch it. You should watch it. Yeah? I'll hold off. Okay. Um, but we will be doing an episode on godzilla minus one well we'll see out. if we even get a release in new <laughs> if, zealand if, if we can watch it in cinemas we will do an episode right there and then yeah but we'll see what happens yeah we'll, we'll have to see with that one but we're really excited hey it's it's been over two years we've been doing this podcast now i mean we say it so much but we do really appreciate you guys yeah. and yeah watch godzilla 2000 you've got like a month to do it and then email us in with your review Join Letterboxd, it's a social media platform for movie lovers where you can rate the films you've seen, write a little something about them. You can tag us, just put podzilla pod in the tags field and we'll see all those, we'll read your reviews. Um, I'm also going to put out a call for every every listener out there. Join the Discord and just start giving us some of your best Heisei memes after this episode comes out. Some Heisei memes. I want to see your best Heisei memes. I will say... Do I should I say this? I think. <laughs> Will it get you cancelled? Will it get me cancelled? <laughs> what do you think I'm gonna say? I have no clue. Um, I have heard tell that there is a hot new single dropping in the Discord. Like a person or a song? <laughs> hot singles in your Discord? <laughs> no, there's a hot and dope new track. I haven't. I don't really know what it is. I've just heard whispers of this. Song that I think yeah, is going to blow everyone away. I've heard that this this is dropping, maybe even a music video, oh. in the next couple of weeks to come, exclusive for Discord members. So jump on in. I don't know anything about a music video. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard whispers on the wind. <laughs> I've heard I've heard some squeaks on the wind. <laughs> I've seen it in the tea leaves. I've seen it in the gogo pee. You know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we, we love you guys, um, and we'll see you mid-November. Looking forward to Podzilla Season 3. That's been Podzilla with your hosts, Jasha and Micah Drake. Follow along on our socials at PodzillaPod and jump into our Discord via the link in the show notes. Huge thank you to Cassie Celine who did our podcast start and to 9898 who did our episode thumbnail. Let's go. And just a disclaimer that any musical sound effects used in this episode belong entirely to the Toho Company. See you guys next episode. Our favourite moments. Oh, what fun. This is the thing I say when I want to say hey. My name is Micah Drake. Hey, my name's Jasha Drake. Hey, my name's Micah Drake. Hey, say. Say hey.